You're listening to the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast. I'm Martin Tyler, and you're listening to Harry Simeon. Hello, good afternoon and welcome back to another live edition of the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast brought to you by Manscaped.com. Um, absolutely delighted to be joined on the line today by a very, very special guest. Um, it's been a while since he's been on the show. Uh, we've really missed him and we'd love to welcome you back. And um, I'm so thankful you're on the show, mate. Welcome, Jeremy Aliadier. How you doing, mate? I'm good, Harry. Thanks, thanks for having me, mate. I hope you, you guys are keeping well during that, that tough time. We're all good, mate. We're all good. And and the pleasure is all mine, mate. Thank you so much for coming back on. And we'd already planned this. We'd already booked this in before the result yesterday. But the result yesterday makes this even better. And I'm even more looking forward to it now because, of course, we get to celebrate uh, a victory at Old Trafford, which, as you all know, Jeremy, from your time at Arsenal, um, it's a massive thing, isn't it? Yeah, massive thing. Obviously, uh, you know, before before that game, it was what fourteen years, I think, we haven't uh, we haven't won them. So, uh, so obviously, yeah, massive game um, at the, in the table as well because uh, you know it's, it's obviously try to try to take as much point as possible, and uh, and yeah, delighted about the performance and, and obviously the three points and the win. Yeah, absolutely, it was. Not exactly vintage Arsenal. When you think back to the the time when you were at the club, Jeremy, and the, the style of play um, with which Arsenal used to go into these kind of games and with the ambition that they used to go into these kind of games, I'm not knocking Mikel Arteta because I think that it's very much kind of what we have to do at the moment. Um, but what have you made of Mikel Arteta's tenure so far? Have you been surprised by the style of football that he's brought to the club? Uh, no, I haven't been surprised. I think he's... Uh... He's a very clever man and he knows, you know, it's, it's a massive transition for the club since since Arsene Wenger left and, and with Unai Emery there. And, and and I think he's he just knows that we need to work really hard, get into a nice shape, get our starting eleven well organised, very difficult to beat. And I think that's what he's really trying to do before trying to play very attractive and exciting football. He knows he's got... You know, great talent going forward, but you really need, and that's what we've been all, you know, complaining about was the defensive side of the game. We used to concede too many goals and, and, and sometimes, you know, make silly mistake at the back. And don't get me wrong, he still tried to play from the back, which obviously, I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a fan of it, but sometimes I get a bit worried because I think all you need is just one bad pass and he could just, we could just concede, which, which happened a couple of times. But, um, I think he knows exactly what he wants to do. And I think slowly he's bringing the players in to do that job and play the roles that you really, you know, need into into that starting eleven. Yeah, agreed. And and let's let's talk about the game specifically at Old Trafford. Um, for all the sort of criticism that Arsenal have had in recent weeks about maybe not being aggressive enough in certain situations, we started the game very aggressively, didn't we? We had Manchester United pinned back in their own half at Old Trafford. Yes, we didn't create as many opportunities as we have maybe liked, but that says a lot about the confidence in this team, doesn't it? That that they went to Old Trafford and started the game like that. 
Yeah, massively. That's, that's something that's been worked, you know, day in, day out in training. And, and obviously, but everybody knows their position and what they've got to do. Because going, going very aggressive is good if you, in your own mind, are ready for the fight and ready, yeah, I'm going to go and press high and be aggressive. But if you're the only one and your teammate next to you don't follow, it's pointless. You got, it does, nobody's going to see that you are aggressive because you're, you're always going to look like... I go and press, but the guy just passes squarely next to me, and then no one's following. So I think I think everybody's just buying it, and everybody's just like you say. I've never seen Manu, you know, at the back. Harry Maguire could not could not find a spot, a pass. He was struggling keeping the ball, and because we were so well organised, and just slowly just doing them two, three, four step forward, closing all the angles, and that was just brilliant play. Fair enough that. You know, the time when I was playing, it was very a, a bit more tackling, a bit more battle. But sometimes you don't really have to do that. All you need is if your position is, is well and you're really well positioned, you don't really need to tackle. You're closing all the angles and putting the, the, the player who has the ball under pressure. And, and that's what we've done like, great from the beginning. Yeah, and I'm absolutely delighted that he, we got the result because after a couple of defeats sort of on the bounce, there was a little bit, I'm not going to say pressure on Mikel Arteta because there certainly wouldn't have been pressure from the club, but there were some fans that were starting to ask questions, as Arsenal fans do, one of the most reactionary fan bases out there. You know, people love to kind of get sort of, get their bee in a bonnet very, very early on. But, I mean... For for Mikel Arteta to to go to somewhere like Old Trafford, come away with three points, and and essentially break that record of having not won at one of the big six, it was twenty nine attempts, hadn't won at Old Trafford uh, in the league since two thousand and six. That's really significant, isn't it? That he's at least put that record out of the way, and now we can stop, as Gary Neville said, talking about that Manchester City win all those years ago. Yeah, no, definitely. Of course, it's it's always. Uh... You know, I read that Arteta didn't mention it to the players. Well, that it's been 14 years since we've uh, we've won our Trafford because he didn't want to put extra pressure on the boys, which which I, I completely get it. You know, it's 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 you know extra pressure that you don't want to you don't want to think. Oh, God, we haven't won them for so many years. But I think they're just they're just in their own bubble. They don't you know they don't really listen all the negative because. The more negative you have, and, and which you will have every week, it depends, you know, obviously we're we talking today, we've won yesterday, it was a brilliant game, yeah, we're all happy. But the week before, we lost our against Leicester, and it was kind of, um, you know, like you said earlier on, fans start questioning it, you know, I think, you know, it's a bit the same of Lacuna like, Emery, and then you just think, well, no, guys, you can't just change every weekend your your mindset or your or your judgment because... You know, it was not as good as you hoped, kind of, you know. And and that's why I think that was a massive, massive result, massive performance on top of just, you know, the result. And 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 you'll still have people thinking, well, yeah, but man, you were not great. Man, you didn't play well. Well, that's that my problem. They still had great player on the pitch that didn't perform. Yeah, fair enough. But why? Because we played well. That's why they yeah. couldn't perform, you know. And, and that's what I believe. As someone who played as a forward for Arsenal, Jeremy, you, you will understand this probably better than anybody. Um, Alexander Lacazette, he's had a, a fair amount of criticism from, not from within the club, but from sections of the fan base of late. Um, that, you know, yes, he's, he started the season OK in terms of the number of goals he scored. But 
around sort of missing some key chances. How much of a, an issue is confidence as a centre forward, and and how easy is is it to block out the noise from the fans and just focus on your own uh, on your own game and your own self belief? It's tough. It's tough, and I think it's is harder and harder with with all social media and all that kind of of stuff. I didn't have when I was playing. So when it happened to me, I didn't score. I was not scoring. I was lacking of confidence in front of goal. And, and, and the worst thing as well is sometimes because you lack of confidence, it's like you don't make the right move to get that chance, that opportunity. And, I, and, and, and yesterday, I, I thought he didn't have any chances. Why? Because I felt he didn't want to have chances. I just felt when he could have been in the box or some crossing or some... He wasn't there, you know. It's like it's like because he's he's lack of confidence because he hasn't scored for a while, and his people are starting questioning his his his, his obviously his record and his goal scoring record. He's kind of not in the right position, you know. He's he's kind of like he's, don't get me wrong. I I love the guy, and I love the hard working ethic he's got and what he brings because I think Obama Young and and William and all them guys are really using him, you know. Yeah. try to get the ball into his feet, make movement around him and, and they're using his movement, but he needs to score, unfortunately, as a number nine, that's what you judged on. You know, people recognise his hard work and, and what he brings to the team, but he needs to score. That's what people are, are, are judging and, re- and remember. And um, and I just feel, yeah, yesterday, I feel he could have been into position where he would have had chances, but he wasn't there. Like, not because... He's not capable of being there because he's capable of being there. He's a, for me, he's a world-class striker. But because of his lack of confidence, he wasn't in the right position. Do you think it doesn't help the fact that he's kind of been in and out of the team? The fact that there are some games where Mikel goes, I'm going to go with Eddie. The fact that we went to Manchester City and Mikel thought, I'm not going to play Eddie or I'm not going to play Lacazette. I'm going to play Willian as a false nine. Do you think all those things have a little bit of a knock-on effect on that confidence that you've spoken about? Yeah, 100%. 100% he has. But at the same time, you see from the other side, which means maybe if you're not starting every game, fan kind of not really too much on your case because there's a bit of a rotation and people might not, might not really remember that you just played 10 games on the row and haven't scored one goal. You know, people will say, well, yeah, but he did play last game, you know, so he'll play it. And that's maybe what Arteta's trying to do. He's trying to just not really start him every single game because he's lacking of confidence. Maybe if he starts scoring a couple of goals, maybe he'll start, you know, like five, six, seven games on the row. Who knows? I, I, I don't know. But I think if you start, it's, it's like... It, it, it's like a 50-50. If you start, if he starts the ten next, then uh, the next ten games on the row, and starts scoring, brilliant. He, sh- he should have started him. But if he if he doesn't, then obviously it's even worse for him. So I'm, I'm kind of 50-50 with that. Yeah, fair fair play. Um, Thomas Partey was sensational yesterday. Um, really gave us that physicality, the mobility that maybe we've lacked in the middle of the park at times. How big a signing is this for you? And, and how excited were you on deadline day when, even though it looked like it wasn't going to happen, sort of bang, halfway through the day, Arsenal triggered the release clause. I mean, how was that buzz for you? Oh, 
was just just massive. You know, I've I've seen the guy play for Atletico Madrid for many years, and every time I saw him play, I was just like, these guys just remind me of your Patrick Vieira, and I thought, God, you know what a player he is. And 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 I know it's been a lot of talk. You know, Arsenal went on it. They just wanted him, wanted him, and and I knew it was going to happen because he always does that till the last minute. And then last minute, when when his goal gets sorted, out, he always, you know, pretty much always gets sorted out. And because, you know, we've let player like Genduzi go and and Torreira, they had to bring somebody. They could have not, you know, miss yeah. uh, miss getting him in. So um. So I was, yeah, I was buzzing and I was excited to see what he could bring, if he could bring something straight away to the team or if he was going to take him, you know, a little bit of time to adjust and adapt to the Premier League. And from the first time I saw him on the pitch with an Arsenal, I knew, you know, I knew he was going to be brilliant. He was he was just straight away dominating that, that that you know, that midfield. And, and he's just, I feel he can do everything. You know, he, he reads the game really well. He gets the ball, he travels with it. He finds good passes. I think he's he's very um, yeah. He's, he's got the full package for me. How good was his partner yesterday, though? Mohamed Elneny, a player who looked as though his Arsenal career was over, went out on loan. He's come back. He's been given a chance by Mikel, and he's taken that chance with both hands, hasn't he? Yeah, that's the magic of football, mate. You know, you just uh, you just people think you're you're gone and you're finished, and then suddenly all he needed was just maybe to get out of the club. You know, go on loan, get his confidence back, and, and then just come back fresh with a new manager, get, get a chance, and, and that's it. And I just feel them too. They've created a partnership, and 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 they're very, uh, you know, they, they're playing great together. I think they they could be the future, both to central midfield for a long time. Does uh, does that mean Granite Xhaka doesn't get back in the side for you? Currently, uh, anyway? for me, for me, no, for me, no. I just I just think. I just think Eoneni defensively gives so much more than than Granny. I, I, you know, I've got a lot of respect for him. I think he's a great player. I just, I just think defensively, he doesn't read the game. He's not as as hard maybe as uh, as Elneny. So I, I think, I think next to to party, I think, yeah, Elneny is, is the guy at the moment. What have you made of uh, Gabriel's impact? Um, again, another player that came from French football. Um, so I'm sure your knowledge of Gabriel would be better than mine was prior to him joining the club. Um, was he somebody that was very highly rated in France before Arsenal were interested? Uh, yeah, yeah, he was. He was because he had a fantastic season with Lille. Uh, well, to be fair, Lille, Lille has, been, has been on fire in, in French football for the last couple of years. And that's where Pepe came from as well. So... Uh, so yeah, he was really high, uh, high um, regarding in in France, and and I was I'm surprised, you know, uh, it's, it's that he, he's got an intelligence where we like to play from the back, you know, with with Leno, uh, with Gabriel, David Luiz, all them guys that you know that's that's how we 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 play now. But he knows that he's not taking any risk. You know, and sometimes he doesn't force to find a pass. He's just when he needs to boot it forward, he boots it forward and, and doesn't care, you know, because I just feel sometimes you see them, they get the ball and then you can see the pressure coming and they still try to find a pass in midfield and find a perfect pass and, and they lose it. And with Gabriel, I just feel he doesn't make them mistake. He's just in the air, he's, he's just took everything yesterday. He was just an absolute, you know, monster at the back. He was awesome. 
Um, but I think his passing as well is just like always never take any chances, never take a risk. If the pass is on, yes. If it's not on, let's just let's just go long, you know. Let's just try to hit Lacazette or, or, or go to a striker straight away. Yeah, agreed. He's been an excellent signing. I've been so, so impressed with him. And admittedly, like I said, I hadn't seen a great deal of him before he joined Arsenal. It's very difficult to make decisions and sort of assessments of players when you're just watching YouTube highlight reels and stuff. So I I, I don't do that. I'm not interested in that. I'd rather wait till they come um, and see how they get on. Um, another player who you mentioned there and who has come from French football is Nicolas Pepe. Um there have been sort of mixed views on Nicolas Pepe. I think he's a player who clearly has lots and lots of ability. Um, but as you mentioned earlier, when you were talking about confidence, I feel like maybe the confidence isn't quite there with Nicolas Pepe. What would you do? How would you look to try and get the best out of Pepe? Because there is a player there, isn't there? You know what, Pepe for me is is, is absolutely great talent, fantastic player. You just need to get guided. I just feel... Is lacking of it's his decision making. I just feel he doesn't very often make the right decision of what he needs to do. I just feel like when he needs to pass it, he tries to dribble and vice versa. But he's got everything. He's got the speed, he's got the tricks, he can dribble anybody and he can see a pass as well. And that's the problem. He just needs a little bit more communication maybe with his players. And and know make make the right decision. Know when to pass and know when to try try something individually and go on his own. And I just feel that's what he's lacking. I see him losing some balls sometimes and thinking, what? Why have you tried to go on your own there? It's impo- pretty much impossible. And some of the time when it's one v one, and then he'll just not try to go. You know, he'll try to pass it on. So I, I, you know, it's it's, it's it's kind of frustrated because you know. That, like you said, there's there's a fantastic player there, but how long can you kind of wait for it to come out, you know? And what do you need to do to get that player out? Because I've seen it at Lille that season before joining Arsenal. He was he just one of unplayable, and that's when I tell you he can make the right decision. But Arsenal at the moment, he hasn't really, you know, he hasn't really worked out for him. Maybe as well the fact that he's not always starting, like you've mentioned about Lacazette earlier on. It's, it's, it's tough, you know, and obviously the price tag, listen, is that's oh, always going to be it? very difficult. You know, it's always always going to be something heavy to, to carry, you know, when you've been bought 72 million, the, the club record, it's always going to be uh, it's going to be hard. And, and when you don't perform straight away, then then you're going to get a bit of stick. So, um, but listen, I'm sure uh, with a bit of time with with Arteta, you know, try to guide him and and. and I don't know now because obviously we've signed Williams, so it's kind of there's a bit of competition now for him as well. So uh, it will be, you know, it will be hard for him to start every game unless he, he really start performing week in week out. Yeah, agreed. Um, another player, Jeremy, and I feel like I'm just throwing players at you and getting your views on them. Um, but another player that again came from French football, played for one of your former clubs, Matteo Genduzzi. Um, gone out on loan now. Clearly something went on behind the scenes. We don't really know what. There was obviously a disagreement between him and, and the coaching staff. He's gone out on loan now. It's just so important though, isn't it, that Matteo gets his head down now, uh, starts playing football again, plays his way back to form because there were signs that this guy could have potentially gone on to be 
a really, really top player for Arsenal and it just feels like he hit a brick wall. It is key now, isn't it, that he goes to Hertha Berlin and he plays well and he works hard and, and hopefully one day he can come back to the Arsenal and, and pick up where he left off. Yeah, I think what's key for Mateo is just to mature a little bit and to and to change his, uh, his perception of maybe of himself and, and the, maybe his ego. I don't know if ego is the, the right word, yeah, but... Uh, listen, I've saw, I saw Mateo breaking through the Lorient team when I was playing there. He came as a 16-year-old from the academy. And and you need, you know, to become a top, top, top player, you need a bit of, of ego. You need to, you know, uh, believe in yourself and all that kind of stuff. But there's 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 some little things that you need to you need to know when not to push too much. And I think that's that's a bit Mateo's problem. And that's why when I saw, you know, when obviously I, I saw him joining Arsenal, I, I kind of thought, hmm, you know, he's obviously got everything. He's got all the quality, all the talent you can you can imagine. But is his attitude going to let him down or is he just going to change that now he's in a top big club? Yeah. And and that's why when I start hearing all the, you know, all, all the little issues in, in training and, and what happened against Brighton as well with... Um, you know, with um, I can't remember his name now. With um, Neil Mopé, with Mopé, yeah. yeah. I, I just, I just thought, ah, oh, Matteo, no, you know, it's, it's that's just going to play against you, you know. And 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 obviously, I, I wasn't wrong, and um, and it's just frustrating for me because obviously, I, I, I've played with him, I saw him growing as a player, but then I haven't saw him growing as a man, if you know what I mean, and mature. And, and I just hope he doesn't regret it later on in his career because career football career is very short. Yeah. And fair enough, he's still young. Don't get me wrong. He's still got plenty of, of beautiful years. But unfortunately, when you get a bad image, you know, as a young player, that follows you all your career. And I really don't want that for him. You know, I don't want people in the world of football think that he's got an attitude problem and that he's not a nice guy to have around the squad because I don't think that's the case. Uh, but hopefully, you know, he can he can go to Hertha Berlin and, and change that mentality and, and work hard, like you said, play some football. And, and I really hope that he can come back to Arsenal, really. Yeah, me too. Uh, me too. And, you know, I've been on this show in the past and when kind of discussing Matteo Genduzzi and some of his performances, I felt like the, the immaturity was in his performances sometimes as well, in the way that he would often get dragged out to the left, dragged out to the right and not always stay disciplined in the middle of the park. And, and sometimes that let us down a little bit. Um, the, the, the petulance in, in games as well sometimes can be frustrating. But I also completely take your point on board about sometimes you need to have a little bit of that because some of the greatest players of all time have that kind of maverick attitude and culture and kind of you know that kind of aura around them so you've got to find a way as a manager of getting the best out of him but also controlling that letting a little bit of it come through but not too much that it hinders his progress and that's kind of the the, the golden thing isn't it so fingers crossed he, he finds that right balance and we can see him back in an Arsenal shirt um, because I do think that there is a fantastic player there just like we've said about Nicolas Pepe Potential is there, but the application has to be right as well. Um, just a quick reminder, guys, if you are currently uh, watching or listening to this live, smash the like button if you haven't already. Subscribe to the channel if you're new. Um, a big thank you to all of you because we hit 10,000 subscribers on YouTube alone over the weekend, which was incredible. So thank you to every single one of you and to those of you, of course, listening 
on the audio. Um, Jeremy, just to round off the show, um, how far can Arsenal go this season? Is it, Can Arsenal achieve a top four finish based on the current squad, based on what you've seen um, from Mikel Arteta so far? Are you confident that a Champions League place is within reach for this Arsenal side? Massively confident, you know. I'm massively confident because I, I, I watch the other the other teams, and I can't see I can't see anybody uh, just you know dominating that Premier League or, or two or three clubs that are so so much better than us. You know, I, I can't I can't see. You know, when you see that all teams have already lost games, I think it's a very very open Premier League, and 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 the way we are slowly performing, even if. The result hasn't always been there. I think we are progressing week in, week out, and we we surely finding an identity, and 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 we becoming really, really hard to beat. So um, I've got really high expectation, and, and I'm I'm sure the top four is uh, is very much achievable. Yeah, agreed, and and that's the key thing, isn't it? The progress. We're a point off the top four. We've got the best defensive record in the Premier League. And to put that into context, we've been to Old Trafford, we've been to the Etihad and we've been to Anfield. So you've got to take that into consideration as well when measuring the progress. And we're certainly on the right path under Mikel Arteta. Uh, Jeremy, thank you so, so much for joining me, mate. I can't thank you enough. Uh, Really, really appreciate you coming on. And I'm sure the listeners and the viewers are absolutely going to love it. Very welcome, mate. And uh, yeah, it was a pleasure. Anytime, you know where I am. (laughs) Thank you so much, mate. And I'm sure we'll speak again very, very soon. Until next time, guys, take care. Stay safe. All the best. Cheers. You're listening to the Chronicles of Aguna.